It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Tuesday. And if it's not too late, Ed Cooley, will you be my Valentine? Oh boy, your Providence Friars delivered for me when I needed you the most. So thank you, Mr. Cooley. So let's recap the winning card for Tuesday. I bet two games in the Big East. Both games went to double overtime. One was kind to me, and the other broke my heart. So let's lead off with Providence, plus the two against Creighton. A great basketball game. It's always fun when you win them. And we won that one. We also backed that one on Twitter. So thank you for the votes, and thank you for the winner. We cash in the Friars times, too. Then on the nightcap, though, I deserve better in the Windy City. I love DePaul. They broke my heart losing the game, but I also had money on them, plus the one and a half. They're up 13 points with less than seven minutes to go. They should win the basketball game. Unfortunately, their philosophy in the final seconds is not to foul up three. St. John's has the ball with five seconds to go. We don't foul. They call timeout 2.5 seconds to go. We still don't foul. You know, they hit the three, send it to overtime. Then it goes to double overtime. The demon's legs fall apart. They don't even score in double overtime. And I lose on the demons plus the one and a half. In the big 12, we backed Oklahoma plus the one against Kansas State. And the Sooners deliver a double digit victory for us. So that was nice to see. In the Missouri Valley, oh boy, I had to sweat this one out on ESPN+. Plus. It was Southern Illinois, minus the three and a half against Valpo. We win the game by four. We miss the first free throw. We make the second to get to four. Valpo misses two shots in the final five seconds, and I breathe a sigh of relief because that was my first winner of the night. I needed it, of course. Then on our OPP plays, we cash on Ohio minus the four and a half. We cash on Syracuse minus the one. We lose on Missouri plus the seven. They absolutely got destroyed. The good news, it only counted as one loss. We had a great fill rate on Better Edge. Almost everything got filled for the day, 91.6%. And we make $66.50. Before we get to the card for Wednesday, some housekeeping here for you. First of all, DA Provider, thank you for the five-star review. You're a former Midwest guy living in Virginia, so I'm going to expect to see an email with a conference tournament preview here in the next couple of weeks, but thank you for the five-star review, and thank you for listening to the podcast. Will and Manuel, thank you for reaching out. Make sure you double-check that spam folder for my email. Greatly appreciate the support, and thanks again for listening. Then I do have a new link on top of the show notes. It's Better Edge. They made it easier to get my bets filled each day. They created a special Fade Me link. So once again, if you don't like one of my plays, click the link in the show notes and you can see if the bet's still available to Fade Me. And once again, no hard feelings if you Fade Me because if you fill my bet on Better Edge, I don't have to go elsewhere and pay the juice. So it's a good thing for me. And then each day I'm going to post some special plays out there. On Tuesday, I actually took four marquee games, 
bet both sides of the game, $50 on each side, plus 100 odds. So I basically hedged out of the position, broke even, but I put some extra money basically in the community for others to be able to get some good bets at a plus 100. Just trying to help things out as we try to get more traction and action on the site going into March Madness. So once again, please take advantage of that link to go to Better Edge. Then I do have another link in the show notes. It's for Jay Buckley's baseball tours. I'll only talk about this once, but I'll keep it in the show notes for a long time. I found out about this company during my trip to Texas. I love baseball, as you guys know. Baseball, oh, baseball. I got to talk to the stadium tour guide named Steve for the Rangers Stadium. He highly recommended this company. He's been on one of the trips with him. Plus, he's handled a number of fans coming to the stadium with their tours. So once my wife and I are empty nesters, Sign me up. I'm definitely going to be doing one of these tours. They look fantastic. Click the link in the show notes. Check it out. Hopefully, I get enough $50 referral fees over the next four years that'll pay for my first trip once the kids are out of the house. Now, let's get to the card for Wednesday. And oh boy, we start with a good one. In the SEC, it is Tennessee minus the three against Alabama. So here we go. To bet into the number one team in the country and lay three points, you need to be betting on a pretty good basketball team. So let's cover the last four games for Tennessee. They lost at Florida. They beat Auburn by three, scoring just 46 points. They lost at Vanderbilt, and then they lost to Missouri. That doesn't sound good to me, but this team did beat Kansas and Texas by double digits this year. Plus, they have the number one ranked team in defensive efficiency. The Vols give up just 56.3 points per game. With that said, of course, Mizzou just shot 53% against him and scored 86, so keep that in mind. Alabama enters this game 12-0 in the SEC. They're 22-3 overall. They're averaging 83 points per game. They have a top-10 defense. They have good rebounding numbers. Alabama does it all. They're even 8-1 away from home this season. That lone loss was at Oklahoma. Tennessee is 11-2 at home this year. But the Vols are coming off back-to-back losses. I think they'll make their shots tonight against the Crimson Tide. So give me Tennessee minus the three against number one, Alabama. Next up on the card, we stay in the SEC. It's Texas A&M minus the three against Arkansas. So Arkansas comes to town six and six in the SEC. They're 17 and eight overall with their three-game winning streak ending. Last time out, losing to Mississippi State by six. Most computer models have Arkansas as the better team, but there are a couple models out there that actually show Texas A&M as high as number five in the country. Both teams give up under 67 points per game. Arkansas charts out a little better on defense. Both teams score over 74 points per game. Texas A&M charts out a little better on offense. The Aggies are a surprising 10-2 and in the SEC. They're 18-7 and overall. Texas A&M swept Auburn. Other than that, though, nothing is overly exciting about their resume. Arkansas won the first meeting, 81-70. to Texas A&M shot only 34% in that game, compared to 50% for the Razorbacks. Never easy to bet against Eric Musselman teams, but my gut says the Aggies get payback and cover the three tonight. Arkansas is just 2-5 on the road. Texas A&M, 12-1 at home. Give me Texas A&M. Minus the three at home over Arkansas. Next up, we head in the Mountain West. It is Boise State minus the three at Colorado State. So scary game in the conference here. Colorado State will be fired up for this one. The Rams are playing for pride a year after battling it out with Boise State for the top spot in the Mountain West. 
They're just three and nine in the conference, 11 and 14 overall. Colorado State ended their five-game skid at Air Force, winning by 16 last time out. Meanwhile, Boise State is nine and three in the Mountain West Conference, just a game out in the loss column. They're 19 and six overall. The Broncos dominated the first meeting by 21. They never trailed. They shot 59% from the floor. Boise's a balanced basketball team. Five players average 9.7 points or more per game, and they rank ninth in the country in defensive efficiency. And they face a defense tonight in Colorado State that ranks 202nd in the country. Betting road teams is never easy, but I think the numbers back me in this one. So I'm going to lay the three with Boise State, the Broncos, on the road at Colorado State. Then the final game of the card for you is in the Atlantic 10. It is George Washington, minus the one over George Mason. So GW is an interesting team. They're 6-6 six and six in the A-10. They're 12-13 and 13 overall. They score more than anyone in the conference, but they also give up more than anyone in the conference. Unfortunately of late, the Colonials have been struggling, losing four of five all by double digits. George Mason is six and seven in the conference. They're 14 and 12 overall. Their overall resume looks much better with non-conference wins over Hofstra, Toledo, and Tulane. The computer numbers give the edge to the Patriots, but GW won the first meeting, 78-75, after leading by 14 at one point. GW is 10-4 and four at home. George Mason is 1-7 on the road this season. They've struggled away from home. So that's enough for me. I think GW gets the offense going again tonight. I'm going to lay the one with George Washington over George Mason. So let's recap your card for a Wednesday in the SEC. The game of the night. I'm on Tennessee, minus the three over Alabama. I'm on Texas A&M, minus the three over Arkansas. I'm on Boise State. Minus the three at Colorado State. Hope three is my lucky number here on Wednesday. And I'm also on George Washington. Minus the one over George Mason. So that's your card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.